Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you are completely new to this podcast, this is a show where I have my friends on and we shoot the shit about life while drinking a booze of their choice. Guys, guess who's back on the show? It's Mark. Mark is back. And we actually didn't really drink much during this episode. Um, Mark is off the booze as of now. I am not, though. Uh, I made sure to have a nice drink of vodka and soda water, which is my go-to drink. Very excited that Mark came back on the show, and this time, we talked about going child-free. I am at a point in my life where so many people I know are having kids, starting families, getting married, and I'm starting to feel that pressure. Never thought I would, but I gotta say, it's really hard not to when you see it everywhere. These are people you love and people you're close with, and they're going through this thing, and it's really hard not to think, well, how do I feel about that? Is this something that I want? I've had a number of parents on the show so far, and I love having parents on because I love hearing about that side of things. But I did think it was also important to get the other side, which is individuals who choose not to have kids. So, what better person to do that than Mark, who has had a vasectomy? Mark had a vasectomy at age 27, and he's the only person I know who's ever had one. So, I had to sit down and talk about it with him, and also get a guy's perspective on this. Going child-free, why he made that decision, what influenced it, what kind of things you deal with if you choose to be child-free, and you're very outward and open and honest about that. Um, Not everyone is, but Mark is someone who is very vocal and upfront about his stance on this. So it was a great conversation. It always is with Mark. So of course it is a longer episode. Um, It's great though. I freaking love this episode. And just a disclaimer, this is not at all parent bashing. This is just simply stating Mark's side of things where he has made that decision to not have kids. And I definitely get into my stance as well, um, which you will hear in the episode. So, hope you guys liked the episode. It's very informative. Had a lot of fun doing the promo image for this episode because it involved a lot of Googling testicles. Um, yeah. So, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> oh, and just a small warning on this one. The track is a bit echoey. Um, the reason being is we did record in Mark's amazing apartment, which has really high ceilings. And I didn't quite notice it when we recorded, didn't think it was a big deal, and I'll be completely honest, I did not want to record in my piece of shit apartment. I would have rathered hang out in Mark's bitchin' condo. So, um, it's just something we're going to have to deal with, unfortunately. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure you check out and subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews. That is the other channel that's all about movies and TV. And... Corey has an awesome segment going on called 90s Proof, and he has a new episode up this week with Brian Thompson, and they talk about The Last Boy Scout, so go check that out. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast, Twitter is in underscore intoxicated, and our website is www.intoxicatedpodcast.com. Now, let's 
cut to the show. Yeah, I know that was bad. All right. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast, everyone. Guess who's back? It's Mark. It's Mark. Hey, guys. It's Mark, man. Did you miss me? I missed you. Hey, buddy. This is episode 24. Oh, my God. Your episode was episode 9. Oh, God. I'm Isn't like, that crazy? I know, right? Wow. So thanks for coming back on, man. Anytime. Thanks for having me. And oh, all the people goodness. that keep listening to my episode, thanks. <laughs> I have to beat my sister's episode. They're in a a race for highest number of downloads. Dueling podcasts. I do think you're winning again. But it's like neck and neck all the time. Dude, and now I'm going to have a second episode. So I just get to like add those numbers in and just dominate. It's true. And I mean, anything to do with anything sexual like instantly gets more downloads yeah, know, right? than anything else. Like I almost want to just put sex only, in all my keywords. This is only mostly sexual, right? Like this is the product of... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's the subject. Yeah. The subject matter. So, um, if you're new to the show and you didn't listen to Mark's first episode that he did, it is episode nine and it is amazing. What did we end up naming it? Was it Whiskey and Sex Talk? Whiskey and Sex Talk, but I think the original title was like... Choke fucking and cheating. Yeah. Yeah, it was a the little original more, episode was Choke fucking and cheating. And you were like, yeah, maybe we tone that down. Maybe we tone that down. I was... And it was the first episode that I was super nervous to post. And I waited on it because I was like, I don't know. It might be a little much. Oh, turns we touched out, on a lot. Turns yeah. out you guys loved it. So, well, I mean, I don't apparently do based on downloads. You but keep downloading it. So if, if you yeah. love it, you should comment and tell me that you love it because that would be great as well. But anyway, um, welcome back. So this is Mark. Hello. Um, he is a good friend of mine. Always willing to come on the show and talk about stuff that I think not a lot of guys want to come on the show and talk about. Fair. Fair. But let's start off with, I guess, what we are drinking. So it is intoxicated. It's mostly alcohol. But this week's a bit different. Oh, yeah. I'm high. Um, <laughs> which, anyone listening, uh, I have a medical card. I'm under Tilray, uh, which is one of the legal providers in Canada, which is the, the current system um, for legal producers and, and legal users. Um, yeah. So I'm high as giraffe pussy. Um, <laughs> as one of my favorite comics would say, uh, look up Big Dumb Animal on Netflix. You'll you'll be very happy. Okay. Yeah. But you've been legal for a while now, right? Close to two years. Yeah. Nice. And you enjoy quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I, I enjoy quite a bit. Like, yeah, like everybody likes pot. Let's be real. Uh, but um, for me, it's less about enjoyment and more um, it's a medication that works with my issues. So, exactly. um, yeah. in Canada, for any Americans listening, uh, we have a medical system that's uh, national as opposed to yours, which is state. Um, and I'm under that program for... Um, for um, neck pain, which chronic neck oh. pain I've had since I was a kid. Oh, it's neck pain, really? Yeah. When I was a kid, I did something that I'm not sure if it's if it's a genetic deformity. I'm not sure if it's um, something I did as a kid, but my neck curves um, out a bit. Shit. And so my like trap muscles, like the muscles on either side of your neck um, and on my neck, are always pulled forward a bit, and they will tighten. And when they tighten, they tighten around the nerves in the back of my neck, and that causes headaches and sensitivity to light. And uh, apparently, I was a prick, and uh, I knew I was a prick. Uh, But yeah, like a year into medication, mom was like, "Yeah, you're a lot nicer." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm aware of that." Because you were just in pain all the time. Yeah, like every other day. 
Um, <sighs> so I smoke uh, C- or smoke or, or take oil that is CBD, uh, which is the other chemical component of, of uh, marijuana. Right. Well, chemical. Well, okay. One of the other, the major other chemical component classification that we use. Um, so yeah. there's THC and then there's CBD. Right. Nice. Yeah. So he's high. You are off the booze right now. Yes, I am off the booze right now. So we touched on this. Oh, I should add. I'm drinking my regular, which is vodka soda with soda water, not soda, um, with either lemon juice, and I sometimes drink it with actual lemon. I made a comment before we went, hit record that that's an alcoholic <laughs> drink. It's an alcoholic. Uh, no, it's drink. not an actual alcoholic drink because ideally, an alcoholic drinking nothing and going to a, de- a meeting. Um, but True that. for many people, the older you get. Uh, the more you get a hangover, kids, if you're listening right now, it's going to suck. Um, get hangovers and you worry about calories when you're old. Yep. And so anybody that's drinking like a, an alcohol water or fizzy water or soda water and like a citrus, generally speaking, they drink a lot. <laughs> uh, and you can cut or, or they just like have learned their goddamn lesson. I think that's the case for me because, and it's also, but it's also the first drink that I started drinking that I was like, holy fuck, I'm not vomiting every time after. It's so much better on my stomach, so much better for hangovers. And the calorie thing is a huge, it's a huge plus. It's, it's well, really I mean, lower sugar. Yeah. Like it's a pure alcohol with, um, with a non sugary, mix yeah. like you're basically cutting out a half of the bullshit in the drink exactly so you're not dehydrated there's no headache well there's less of a headache yeah uh and let's be honest here how many calories are in a soda and if you drink 14 drinks well okay you're a girl if you drink like eight drinks <laughs> that's the more realistic yeah, number for me <laughs> i was like you're a woman if i get to eight drinks that's like yeah. like whew. yeah so i think my record in a night was uh I know it was over 20, 23 shots of Jameson of Jack Daniels. I know it was over that, uh, no and I had way. and I had beer, and I had Crown Royal. Uh, it was a birthday, and I used I used to be able to drink a lot because uh, I was a bartender uh, for a number of years. And when you're a bartender, I don't know if anybody else knows this. That's not a bartender. Uh, we're all alcoholics, uh, whether yeah. we're actually alcoholics. Or we're just like drinking very, too often. Or very functional alcohol. Yeah, like every bartender I know drinks probably way too. Like whatever, like the normal yeah. people would drink, we drink way more than that. Yeah, and they drink so much and they don't seem drunk. Oh yeah, no, that's because a lot of bartenders work drunk. Yeah, exactly. So they have to be they have to be used to being. We on have to be very while, used to it. Um, and that is a dangerous habit when you leave being a bartender because no one knows when you're drunk until yeah. you are hammered. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, you are hammered. I was like, yeah, no, I'm aware of that. Like, you just, <laughs> just weren't. I've just been holding it in this yeah, whole time. You just weren't aware of it 20 minutes <laughs> before, like everyone else that is a bartender would be. Damn. Well, let's cheers. Uh, Salute. Your water and my vodka water. Mm. Mm. So, was the decision to stop drinking just because of. What? No, I just didn't want to drink. You just, you're just kind of done. T- are you taking a break or are you just kind of done, all, like, all together? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not someone that's going to say, oh, I'm done drinking forever. Because anytime you say you're done anything forever, you're not done anything forever. It's true. Um, everybody I know that's lactose intolerant will still eat a piece of pizza. Dude, I know, yeah. right? Uh, so it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm not drinking today. 
Uh, we'll see how tomorrow we'll goes. We'll see how tomorrow goes. Yeah, yeah. that's totally fair. Because I've, I've had those moments too where it's like, I just need to just stop for a bit. I don't know if yeah. I ever can stop with this podcast, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. Your health comes first. You know, like your, Clearly, yes. your well-being. Your, your health comes before the podcast. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking my head no, and I just realized that none of you can see that. Um, because this is uh, a podcast, not television. Yeah, and I mean, with the podcast too, it's like I, I'm we're not I'm not always schmammered. Like it's you know, you know one it's or like two, two drinks. drinks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not like yeah. I might drink a lot of days throughout the week, but it's not a lot in quantity. If that makes sense. You're not a bin. Well, okay, you're not like a binge. I used to be. A thing. Yeah, no, I think. Okay, let's be, be real here. We went to Nova Scotia schools, uh, <laughs> so like. Everyone was a binge drinker. Like, the Queen of England is a binge drinker. Yeah. Like, according to... Like, they, she actually released, like, what she drinks in a day. And, like, every day the Queen has, like, uh, gin and a glass of champagne. And what I think, the fuck? I think, like, two other drinks. But she drinks, like, one at tea and, like, two at lunch and one at dinner. Or, like, two at dinner and one at lunch. So, like, she's not a hammered. She's had four drinks in a, like, 12-hour period of being Span late. of a day, yeah. But, like, that technically makes her a binge drinker. So, the Queen of England, binge drinker. It's like she's, like, living at an all-inclusive resort or something. Because that's how you drink. Well, I don't know. You you were down south recently. Yes. When I've gone down south, I've never had any... Because you're just constantly drinking, you never feel hammered at any point. Huh, you huh, just feel, like, huh. a continuous buzz going up. You weren't trying hard enough. <laughs> um, the last time I was down south... I ran into two Ecuadorian dudes the second day I was there that were like heavy machine workers. And uh, I don't know if you've ever met Ecuadorians, but they can fucking drink. Really? Oh my God, they can drink. Um, yeah, they can drink real heavy. So that was, that was a rough, uh, next day and yeah. night. I woke up. No, we're not going to go to that story. Uh, but let's just Another say that it was, it was, it was painful. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I, but I think everyone, like, go, else. when you go down south or when you go to an all inclusive, uh, everyone I've ever met is an idiot one day out of the, like, week that they're there. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I can say that. Yeah. 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 It's like at least one day you're. Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. 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 I don't want, I may not put this in. Uh, I'll say it just in case she lets me put it in. But when we, I was in Mexico, I was told not to sleep with my friend's brother. And on the second night that we were there, I got very drunk and he got very drunk and a flirtation started. And, brother, and you? you know how it's like, and the way she describes it is, is like, you, you tell someone not to push the button. And I was kind of hovering over the button. <laughs> I wasn't pushing it, but I was like, there was a lot of flirting. And at one yeah. point we walked off alone together and it started this huge like, oh my God, they're going to fuck. And I never did, just so everyone knows. I yeah. never did. But that was the night that I was dumb You're, and I was pushing boundaries. Don't tell people not to yawn because in the next... Not to what? Not to yawn. What do you mean like... Don't tell people not to yawn. As soon as you tell someone not to yawn... Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. We're going to yawn. They're going to want to yawn. <laughs> Um, you know, and she told me like a month before we went on the trip. Yeah, do not sleep with my brother. Oh, the buildup. Do was, not. Was and it's like, yeah. God damn it! Not only is he attractive and charismatic, and like in he was into me too, and yeah. that's rare. That's rare. Um, it's not. It, it is. It, it's not. It's not. It's just rare that someone is in you. 
Oh my god, it starts. We're not even. Oh, we're just just over ten minutes in. Yeah. Oh man. See, in ten minutes, um, is you know a good amount of time to go there. Anyways, yeah. point point in case. Sometimes you act like an idiot when you're down south. Yeah, uh, everyone I've ever met. But when you're down south drinking, when you're down south in general, everything is better. Except the food. You went to Cuba. I went to Cuba. Cuba yeah, that's does, why. Go to Mexico. Cuba does not have good food. Mex- the food in Mexico is amazing. Um, I've heard that. I've been to Mexico once and the food was okay. But I yeah. think that's mainly because we lived out of the snack bars that were... Oh, over. the snack bars! Like, we didn't go to the... The, the buffet. The buffet. Or the rest, like, the a la carte places. We, like, stuck to snack bars. And yeah. I won't lie to you. No snack <laughs> bar is good. No snack bar is good. I don't want lukewarm chicken nuggets and hot dogs wrapped in bacon. I don't want that. I don't want that. I loved the snack bars at the resort we were at because they were open like really fucking late. So you would go out and get hammered and you'd be like, I want a motherfucking hot dog (laughs) or like a hamburger. And they would just, it would just be there. Yeah, fair. I think anybody. Yeah, but the like you can't judge the quality of that when you're that drunk because you just want a hot dog. I always want a hot dog. You know, there's a wiener joke here, folks, but I'm just not making it. I'm just not making it. <laughs> He's too... You're too good it's for too that. It's too easy. You're it's too good. too easy. Yeah. Like me? No, you're not that easy. Uh, I'm really not. <laughs> no, I know. I've met you. I've met you. It's like if people think I'm so slutty and I'm like, nah. No, nah. I don't think anyone thinks you're slutty. I just think that people know that you are interested in the area of subject. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't do anything with the subject. I just like like to talk about it. Yeah, you're sex positive. I, <laughs> I think that's the term they yeah, use yeah, now. Yeah, that is I the really term. I don't fucking know. That is the term. Yeah. <laughs> I, sex I'm, positivity. I'm, Woo! I'm a 30-year-old man. I stopped updating the file folder. Uh, I don't know the new terms, but I'm yeah. just liberal. So. Yeah, but you, you know them. But anyways, the, the whole kind of reason we're here tonight. Oh, goody. Um, this is going to be... So we're doing an episode on... Being child-free. Being child-free, uh, which is... Kind of... Uh, when you just don't want kids, uh, but also, to some people, it's you don't want to interact with kids, um, and I'm more down that path than I am not. Right. Um, I have no problem with kids. I think they're fantastic, tiny little humans. Do uh, you, though? Yeah, no, the, I've met some kids. Like, I have to care about you, like, the per- like the parents, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want anybody's kids. Yeah. But, like, my buddy's niece, Cassandra, absolute angel. Yeah. Um, my new, my friend's new ki- uh, baby, Avery, like, yeah. a- absolutely adorable. Um, like, my, there's a couple people that have made it with their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally speaking, I have no interest in children. Um, Were you always that way? Yeah. Yeah. So, and we should preface this as well by saying that I have like a number of episodes on my channel with pregnant women, with moms. And I just thought like, you always hear about the women's perspective of like, I'm a, I'm an independent woman and I don't want kids, but you don't always hear about the guys it's who also, are it's dead good set. To have diversity, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And, and I, and I like this because I think it's going to give people a good perspective, but we should not bury the lead. You've had a... Oh, I had a vasectomy. Uh, I had a vasectomy when I was 27. Um, though I did get that same doctor to agree when I was 23. What do you mean? Like, um, he agreed to do my vasectomy when I was 23. Oh, okay. And so, okay, let's talk about this. So, what, so at what point in your life 
did you decide, yeah, I'm going to do this? Um, I knew I didn't want kids. And then, like, cause I just didn't like them. Uh, I, I just did, I didn't, I, I honestly didn't. And it's funny, like everyone uses the same lines on you when you say things like that. And we'll get into talking about that mm-hmm. later. Um, but I so got many. to the point where I kind of knew probably not a thing. Yeah. Uh, I was, I worked in, in, well, I was in school and I knew what I was going to end up doing was probably going to be something that were long hours, just like my dad and my uncle. Um, and even to a degree, my mom. And I knew that it probably would be better if I didn't have a kid. And I, I was actually really happy about that. Yeah. And I, I'd broken up with a couple of like one, at least one really good relationship, um, on that point. Like they were like, well, I want kids. And like, if this is going to keep going, like you're going to have to get over your issue. And I was like, "Mm, no, this isn't an issue. This is a life choice. Uh, I I don't want kids. Uh, And that kind of crystallized it for me. So I went to my GP, um, who was now... At 23? I was like 20... I think I was like 22, almost, maybe 23. And I like talked to him and he was was like, okay, so here's the deal. He was like, you can go to a urologist to get it done. I think it's a urologist. And it's like like a surgery and you got to wait and you got to convince him. He's like, or you can go to a GP. But there's not that many GPs that still do it. And at the time, and I don't know if he still works, um, but there was a GP at the Numidus Medical Center um, in Nova Scotia named, and this is the most generic name in the world, John Smith. No way! (laughs) Dr. John Smith. (laughs) Yep. And so Dr. Not even worth bleeping. Yep. It's so generic. So my doctor um, looked at me and just... You know, he's like, I will give you a referral. So I go in to talk to this this uh, this GP. He was uh, ex-military, and in the military, uh, vasectomies are quite common. Um, really? Yeah. The, the, the military doctors do them more frequently. And uh, I just talked to him, and he was fine to do it. Uh, it took some convincing. I, I, re- I still to this day remember he picked up a dictaphone. And if anyone, I'm old, so if anyone doesn't know what a dictaphone is, he hit record on his smartphone. <laughs> and he, uh, he, he just, he dictated a letter to be written and sent to my doctor. And fuck, it was funny. Cause he picks it up and he's like, I'd like to thank Dr. Roy for sending me a 23 year old <laughs> for a vasectomy consult. And he just like hits stop and hands it to the like assistant and she just like takes it out to like dick do up the letter to send him. Uh That's kind of lazy. Uh well, you have to remember he's going to meet probably you know 50 patients True, a day I guess, yeah. and anything he doesn't have to do would help with time management. Yeah, so that's one letter easy. 50 letters mm-hmm. not easy. Right. Uh so yeah, we just we he he Tried to convince me not to, as they do, because uh, because there is a legal um, worry for a doctor that when they give an incredibly young person uh, a surgery like a vasectomy, that they're going to come back when they're 28. And, and be like, I regret like, it. I should have done it. I regret it. I can't believe you let me do it. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I'm going to sue you. And it doesn't matter whether it's a, a valid lawsuit or not. It, it's going to affect that person's practice. It's going to affect maybe their insurance rates. So he was very uh, apprehensive, but he did mm-hmm. agree. Okay. And How then, long did it, was it one appointment that you actually convinced him? Yeah, one appointment. I'm convincing. Um, you've met me. 
So I, I convinced him and then I went home and I was thinking about it and I was still in university and I had a bunch of things to do and I had dropped out of university once and my mom, um, basically just said, please wait. She's like, I, I, Mm -hmm. I'm not questioning whether you want this or not. She's like, what I am questioning is that, um, do you have time to do this and take a week off school? She was right. I really didn't because I'm not a great student at the time. I was not. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then time goes on. You don't get back to the things. And I was with people I trusted or I was being careful and, and, and whatever. And then I just got older and I was, I was like 26 and 27 and I was talking about it again. And everyone like my, I think it was even my mom was like, you keep talking about it. Maybe you should just go fucking do it. And I did. I called, I called the doctor and I was like, Hey, I, I saw you years ago, uh, for a vasectomy consult. I don't know if you remember or, like, or if I'm still Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, he did in the room. He didn't when I called in because it was, it was just a, a, right. a staffer. Right. But when, when he looked at me, he was like, you've been here before, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And so we talk and he's like, okay, yeah, no, sure. We can do this. And we, like the surgery was at his clinic. So they had a room in the back. Like a back room? No. Like an actual, like, day surgery room. Okay. Um, like sterile environment, like table, whatever. And, uh, I convinced him. Like, he was like, yeah, sure. Like, you were convinced then. You're 27 now. Like, you're, I'm probably not gonna make any arguments. Your stance hasn't changed. Yes. Yeah, he was point blank. He's like, did your your stance change? I was like, no. So we go in. And uh, I have the surgery. I can go into any level of detail you like here, but like in all oh, honesty, oh, trust me, that, yeah. keep going. But there will be Q and A. So uh, yeah, we have the surgery. The surgery was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> in that you're awake, like it's a day surgery, right? So you're awake and you're cognizant. Uh, they use a local anesthesia, uh, just like they would if they were doing dental work. So yeah, I had needles in my balls. That was fun. But they also have a TV. <laughs> what did you so- watch? Oh, everyone loves this story. I watched an episode of House. <laughs> the medical drama of like fucked up medical things. Great. Perfect they, choice. They were, they Perfect had chance. like a box set of like, um, House Battlestar Galactica. I think it was like all Fox properties or like Fox parent company properties. Right. And they had this, it was like all of the first couple of episodes of this, like a sample box. And so I was like, yeah, I'll watch an episode of House. And so they put an episode of House on, and there's uh, the doctor, uh, Dr. Smith, and there is a, a nurse or, or some level of medical assistant, I don't know, which is very nice. And yeah, we just talked, and I watched an episode of House while they, like, cut my boys Dude, open. Did uh, their thing. And it was hilarious. Like, the, probably the funniest moment of the surgery was like, oh, so you finally got married and had those kids. I was like, nah. He's like... Okay, and just he's like that look of like I'm like no. keep doing this surgery, oh, yeah. Because like he knew I never wanted them, but he like I think there was in the back of his mind like maybe I had had them, and it was so fucking funny to be like nah, and he was like yeah okay fine whatever, like just <laughs> kept doing it because that's probably a large percentage of most people that get a vasectomy and most people that contact me to get it like to find out how I did it, uh, they are. Like single, like their dads have had at least a kid or or two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they like they, they've made the choice, like I'm done, uh, and they want to go and and get uh, a vasectomy. And it's harder for for women to get um, neutered. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I love. I make that the term. joke. I make the joke fixed. I'm fixed. fixed. I'm not saying that in a mean way to women. Uh, I'm just saying that like neutered, fixed. However, you want to fucking make the joke. Uh, it's one of those things where. 
I, I'm really uh, callous about it now because it's just a fact of my life, right? Yeah. Like it's something I've dealt with for years. Yeah. I'm, I'm 31. I've had this since <clears> I was 27. Um, but then again, I was callous the day after the fucking surgery. I right. was I was at a marketing conference the day before. I left early, went and got my surgery, took a day off, went to the third day of the conference, uh, which led to all kinds of hilarious fucking oh, jokes. Oh, God. Where I was watching this horrible presentation, like bad TED Talk, basic level yeah. of presentation. And I remember turning to my then business partner, or no, my would-be business partner in the future. We were just friends at that point. And I leaned over and I whispered, this is so fucking painful and I had knives in my balls yesterday. <laughs> and he looked at me, stood up, walked out of the room. And burst out laughing. Lost it laughing. And text, texted me, you're a fucking asshole. And oh I, to this God. day, lose it laughing. Well, I, you, I had the receipt on me. You could use that forever. And yeah. I did. You oh, can I, use that. You can pull that out whenever you want. You I know. make that joke frequently. Hell yeah, and, you do. Well, that's the beauty of a vasectomy, Sarah. Yeah. You can pull it out at any time. You don't need protection. Um, and actually, that's a statistic <laughs> fact. Uh, most couples, um, after a vasectomy has been done, if you're like in a in a relationship or a marriage, most people once a vasectomy is done and you're healed and in the clear, uh, sex becomes a lot more. Um, it just happens more casually. Because you don't need any protection. You don't have any yeah. worry. And that was like one of the things that the doctor was even about. He was like, by the way, like this is a real thing. Like people that have vasectomies, they tend to fuck more frequently. Or like he put it clinically. It's probably more primal too. No. Not like, because uh, well, yeah, like, you, don't wear, you don't have to worry wear a rubber. Um, but there is also like one of the reasons they tell you that you'll have sex more frequently is that for the first six months, there's a chance that you still have bullets in the chamber. And so they don't want you getting, like, I just got a vasectomy. I'm not going to have any more kids. Freedom at last. And then, like, one of the last stragglers gets the gets person. Gets past the goalie. Gets past the fucking goalie. And, and then you're both like, fuck, I thought we were done with this. So they make sure now that you know, like, you really? cannot fuck for, like, time. yeah, or without protection. And then when you're in the clear, like, you basically, you go and do a test uh, to oh, make sure okay. that you're out. So oh. uh, you wait. You can't really do anything for, like, two weeks. And everything hurts. And then you get to a point, uh, usually, I think, I think I waited like six, three or six months. I can't remember anymore. And you, you basically just do, uh, like a sperm test. Like you just like jack off in a cup and drop it off and they, they check like how many act, if there's anything active. Mm -hmm. And if it comes back negative, they inform you. If it comes back positive, they let you know that the surgery may have not worked. Um, because that, like that can happen. Like, so what they do, I guess I can just yeah, tell people. Yes, yes, so what they please, do with a vasectomy is they will they basically cut small incisions in your balls. That's what they do. And they find the um like two Vas deferens. I think it's the vas deferens. Yeah, I think you're right. I did research. So they they basically clamp that off and pull it out enough that they can slice it. And then they will do a they depending on the doctor, uh they will usually cauterize the ends. But you don't feel it, because it's... Like, you don't feel it. Uh, and Did you feel anything? No, not during the surgery. Like, you feel... You feel, like, up... You feel pressure when the needle goes in. Uh, but then, no, not much. It's like going to the dentist. Like, you feel when they poke you with the needle. Right. But then you could probably bite through your own lip, and you'd never fucking notice. Because you're numb in your balls. Yeah, you're numb in your... Like, the whole area goes. 
So, uh, they, they, my doctor, the doctor I had was pretty, um, pretty focused on, on making sure the surgery sticks. So he would, he cut, seared, and then put metal clamps on. So they basically take like a, 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 and it's a medical like clamp and they put it around the vas deferens and clamp it down so that it seals or it pressure seals like the vas deferens so that the chances of it ever get, even if it were to spontaneously reconnect, which is why they sear it. But if they, if, if the sear doesn't take, then the vas deferens parts can come together again and heal. And then it, you got a tube again. Well, no, Damn. mine, even if they, even if they healed, they, the body would literally have to remove like metal. That's fucking okay. So I did not realize. Yeah. So I've got that. metal in my balls. I've got two, two pieces of metal. I actually might be four. You have metal balls. No, I have metal in my balls. In, yeah. Well, around my balls. Like they're, they're the neighbors. They're, yeah. The neighbors. I yeah. I did Google image the yeah. anatomy today. There you go. Right. And prep, you know, for what? science. Has it been that long since oh, you've seen it? Oh, fuck you! Oh, man! Has it been that long? God! Uh, yeah. Four months or yeah. four or five yeah. months. Yeah. yeah. Less than last time. Less than last time. You opened open yourself up for that one, though. I know I did. Yeah, you did. It was good. Uh, yeah. But, okay, here's another thing. So, you can still get off. There's just no sperm, really. Like, you can still ejaculate. There's still... You, okay, so you, there's... So, explain this, because this is one thing that I got confused about. Yeah, this about. is what everyone gets confused on. Yeah. Um, so, when a guy comes, uh, what the ejaculate... We're going to use clinical terms, because I'm not going to be like, spooge and we're, jizz. We're professional. Yeah. When you shoot your load. Uh, the ej- <laughs> yeah, like, not everything, though. Uh, the ejaculate that comes out, uh, a, ve- a very small percentage of that is actually sperm. That's what I learned today, yeah. and I did not realize that. No, it's like glycerin and like natural sugars and, and, and yeah, like bodily fluid. Yeah, it's just, it's just a fluid that comes out, and it mm-hmm. is a, tra- like, it's a medium for the transit of, of the sperm as well. Right. Um, but it's not just, like, oh yeah, this is all like that. You're not just pouring out like yeah. billions of sperm. It's like sperm inside a fluid medium, and so like basically, I, I, it, it's just like everybody else. Uh, right. Other than if you test mine against another guy's, it's, mine has no swimmers. Is it none, or is it just very, very few? No, I have none. It's absolutely none zero. at all. Yeah. Well, the, like literally, it's <clears throat> seared. Like the only way they have out is gone. Right. So like, and that's the thing. Like when you first get it, um. Some guys will notice like a buildup behind the clip. Right. Like there's a lump. It's uh, standardly called a granuloma. Uh, and it is oftentimes a buildup of like uh, healing tissues and a little bit of blood because like you got cut. And yeah. then some leftover at sperm that like you're basically the tunnel's blocked and there's a backup of cars. Right. And eventually over time, your body reabsorbs that. And yeah. yeah, so every year you have, and this is another thing, everyone will say like a vasectomy is reversible. Yes. Okay. Is it? No. Uh, it is reversible if you want them to cut open your balls, find the things they cut years ago, open them back up, reattach them. But beyond that, every year, and this is from what the doctor told me, it may not be, you know, medically accurate in 100% of the way that, like, right. a textbook would tell you. But, like, every year that you have, the longer you have a vasectomy, the less sperm you make a year. Okay. So, 
if you think about it, like it's it's hard to conceive when you're batting a hundred, when you're batting a thousand. Yeah. Like when you got hundred percent of your boys going out, and it's hard all, to conceive. Yeah. People yeah. still have a hard time. Yeah. So now I want you to picture that over the past five years you've lost ten percent a year. Yeah. And now you only have fifty percent wow. of what you had back in the day, and you have natural decline as you're an aging man. And you have like all the other hurdles Factors. that exist. So it's like, yeah, you, you like you reconnected your shit, but like there's it not makes- enough left. Like, it's not going to repair itself. Like you are, you are at a reduced production level for all time. Uh, your sperm have become limited edition sneakers. Um, and so <laughs> it's one of those things where for every year that you have it, uh, you become less potent, less able to have a kid. Now there are, you know, if I was, if someone came to me, and like really wanted a kid and like I was apparently into them enough to consider that. Um, there are ways to get it. Like if you, if, if you are one of those people that headed at 23 and you've always been afraid and, but you now want kids, like you're one of those, it, uh-huh. they, they could exist. I don't know. I never met them. You can do extractions and like if you didn't freeze them back in the day, some people will like will, uh-huh. will freeze some before they have the surgery. And I get that question a lot. Oh damn. You didn't. No, I didn't. No. Nah. Because you. But didn't you say that there was one relationship that you thought you might... Oh, yeah. There was one relationship that I was completely willing to entertain it. Uh, I was willing to either get a reversal or to uh, get an extraction. Um, But that was a special circumstance that probably never going to happen again. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that did come up. And that was... uh, There were a lot of factors in that. Yeah. Let's just say that and leave it there. Um, but generally speaking, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was something. Like, well, and something I, I out tell, of the, out of yeah. the, and I tell, yeah. I tell women early in their, in, in seeing ah. them. Well, you have How to. Early? Like, uh, it's awkward because it, generally I make a joke about it. That's a good way to do it. Um, and, and then they'll laugh and I'm like, oh shit. You're and then serious. They, they at least know there's no discussion. It's toss away joke, right? Um, that being said, many of the people I sleep with are people I've known for a while. Like it's, yeah. I, I don't really do a lot of hook up, and I don't really do a lot of like Tinder dating. I fuck go to people. episode nine and, yeah. and learn more about that. I I fuck people that I, I know. trust. You, yeah, and trust. Yeah, you and are so not they kind of already know that exactly. I I can't have kids. And yeah, you 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 kind of you have to tell people because it's it's if you're getting into something that is a relationship that is long term, that could be long term. Uh, and you really care about the person, uh, you want them informed yeah, as to what they're getting. Like, you don't want to sell somebody a car and then they find out that it doesn't have airbags. Yeah, you don't want to waste their time. Yeah. So, let's say you do meet, like, a brand new person who you don't have any friendship connection yeah. with. Would would this be a first date thing or, like, a second date thing? Um, Third it, date? You play it by ear. Yeah. Um, I don't find that it's... You kind of, like, the same way you know when the relationship is getting serious. Yeah. You kind of, same principle. You kind of know when you need to tell them. Yeah. Um, you don't want to do it too early because it freaks people out. And also, like, no one fucking cares on the third date. Unless, well, yeah. No, no one no fucking one, no cares one, yeah. on the third fucking date <laughs> that you can't have kids. Um, <laughs> they just, everyone knows what the third date is for. Uh, that's the date you fuck on, kids. But would you tell them before you have sex with them? Ooh, yeah. How does? Oh, I think we've been over this. Um, because if if you're about to have sex with a new partner, you you're probably gonna tell them that you have the vasectomy. Because there's gonna be that whole condom talk. 
Well, no, you wear a condom anyway. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> it doesn't, enough. It doesn't stop like I keep herpes forgetting about AIDS. STDs. I keep <laughs> forgetting about those things. Those are real factors. They're so real. I know that they um, are real. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, again, you know when you need to tell them. Yeah. Uh, if you're just fucking, uh, probably not. Because right. you're not fucking for procreation at that point. You're, you're like, you're just you're getting to know the other person. The other person wants to fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, unless the other person has like actually expressed like before. And usually I've, I'm already out of the, the whole scene by that point. If someone expresses that they want kids, <laughs> I'm already gone. There's a uh, shaped hole in the, in the wall. wall. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like an old cartoon. It would just be like, check please. That's all, folks. Oh. And you're just through the fucking wall. Yeah. Um, but I knew um, that I didn't want kids. And and most of the people that know me don't know I don't want kids. Uh, they know I don't like kids. I, I make no bones about it. And I, I'm not saying, like, I hate kids. And I'm not saying that I dislike your kids. What I am saying is that the generalized concept of kids is not something I want. It's not something I want in my home. It's not something I want to be around. Mm-hmm. For God's sakes, my barber shop used to make jokes about like mm-hmm. not booking me when there were kids in. Um, Which leads me to my other thing. Yeah, because you told me something funny. Oh yeah, about that. Very okay. So yeah. very. I find uh, there's few things that people do that really fucking annoy me. <laughs> A few. Yes. Um, you talk. I'm gonna get another drink. If you post an ultrasound photo. There's a solid, and you're my friend on Facebook. There's a solid chance I unfollowed you that day. <laughs> and it's, it's not because I don't like you, and it's not because I don't think you're important to me. It's because you're going to be celebrating something that is very important and very dear to you that I have no fucking interest in. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just not relevant to my life. It's not relevant to my relationship to you because I am not a person that engages with kids. And the last thing I need is to see something 20 times a day that I don't like, that I associate with you, and then I'm annoyed at you. The only people that have ever made through that, (laughs) the only people that have ever gotten through that are my barber, my barber's (laughs) wife. Who I have is not just my barber's <laughs> wife. She a is a very good friend, as is he. Um, and I've known them independently of each other for years. Um, and then they got together and I was like, well, this is very nice. And also my sneaker guy. Um, my sneaker guy. You just don't want to fuck up those relationships because those are, those are important things well, to Mark. Those are important things to me. Uh, but also they're people that I have like, an actual ongoing like I have to see these people yeah and when I do I fucking love it and I know them at such a personal level like beyond friendship but there is friendship but I know them as professionals as people that have built something as people that are motivated Uh, I respect every aspect of those people which is not always true like these are very good people these are people I respect quite a bit and I'm not saying that if you're my friend and you have a kid I don't respect you or I don't like you what I am saying is that three people made it through and they're three people that I think the absolute world of yeah and they made it through. I didn't unsubscribe to them. Uh, I also will do it if you get engaged and you keep posting the fucking ring. Oh, my God. Okay. And I don't want this to come off as, like, we're bashing 
parents or people who are married. Like, I don't want this to come off that way. I am. But I will. I'm not actually. I'm not actually. <laughs> I'm I love the host, so don't, don't. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm trying to take a neutral stance on this because I have my own thoughts. But um, I have been finding that... Here's a comment that I, like, never thought I'd make. I wish I could be without Facebook just as, like, my personal account. Like, I need to be on social media for work. Like, I run different pages for work. So there's no way I could actually deactivate again. But there's been times that I've thought about it because my newsfeed is babies Engagement photos, wedding photos, engagement announcements, baby announcements, statuses about babies, couple posts. Um, And it's like, listen, like, here's the thing. I love my friends. If you are a friend of mine and you are going through this, I'm very, very happy for you. But it's just like so much all the time. My friends, I have years, years of interest in my friends. Yeah. I have years of stories and great times we've had together. I don't have that with your kid. And I also don't have a healthy dose of chemicals like you do telling you that you need to care about that kid. And yes, it's not just the chemicals. It's also your baby. However, like, like female hormones? No, no, or no. Like everyone, like, like not just, not female hormones, anyone when they have yeah, a baby, yeah, male or female, yeah, yeah. there is a hormone Right. That you, like, we all have, we have a chemical change where mm-hmm. we, like, you look at that kid, that's your kid. It's very powerful. It makes you love that kid. It makes that kid your whole world. Right. I respect that. However, I'm your Facebook friend, not your baby's. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I'm not, not, and Sarah says this, it, it's not bashing. It's true. We're not, not bashing. Like, I think kids are awesome. I think if you want to have them, go and have them. Um, but I, I don't care about them i truly don't i might care about a few like i said earlier there are kids that i have met that are a part of my life that i think the absolute friggin' world of and i'll yeah. do anything for those kids but i don't just have a knee-jerk reaction to oh baby i don't have that in me yeah. i don't know why i don't have it in me maybe i'm broken <laughs> uh but yeah. i think it's more that there are other things in my life that i have always placed as worth more than a family. I, I I think that's you nailed it on the head there. It's that's just it, and that's probably why you've made that decision because yeah. to you, your career and that work life balance career and life. More. Like yeah, exactly. I said this to to one of the women I was dating, um, and she was on the fence, you know, whether she wanted kids or not. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Do you want a kid, or do you want a closet full of Louis Vuitton <laughs> and Jimmy Choo?" <laughs> I'm like, what do you want? Because you can't have both unless we both get crazy rich, and we're probably not going to do that. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, we, um, I've, I've done the research. You've done the research yeah. for the episode. Um, yeah, it's very pricey. It costs an average of, I think, in the states, it's estimated to be two hundred forty-six thousand dollars. Yeah. And the last number I had heard was three hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, but these are averages or or estimates. Like, if you have a kid that. And like, how many of you that are listening played played hockey, played yeah. soccer? Like, we're Canadians. Um, yeah, you know, Go if you have a couple trips. of kids, one of them's gonna play hockey. You're gonna take them on trips. You're gonna buy them food. You're gonna take care of them. Unnecessary gonna, toys. No, there's well, you, you, some people buy yeah, unnecessary okay, toys. You take care of your kid because you should take care of your goddamn kid. Um, 
But like, think about the, the the financial cost of that. And yes, absolutely, I'm not for a second saying you shouldn't spend money on your kids. You should absolutely spend money yeah. on your kids. My mom used to make the joke whenever she saw a parent being cheap um, towards like a kid. She and she didn't like like hate, but she would be like, "Why have a kid if you don't want to pay?" Because yeah. like it's an accepted reality yeah. that kids cost money. And my mom was very blunt about that. But it was never a cheapness statement. It was always a, it's your damn kid. You spend the goddamn money because you take care of your kid. It's and a like, human. It's like a, human a human that being. you made and that like is yeah. going to be like, it's like having a dog that learns to talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. not actually. That's a, that's a scrubs quote for anyone that got it for everyone that didn't get it. I'm not <laughs> comparing your child to a dog, but it's one of those things where you can spend that money on a kid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or yourself. Savings, yourself, uh, whatever. Uh, one of my friends that is pregnant came into where I live and it's a, I live in a very nice condo. I rent, uh, the condo from its owner. It's the rent is, is still not cheap. And she had this moment of like, wow, I would love to live somewhere like this. And she was literally pregnant at the time. And I was like, yeah, yeah but, uh, I think you made your decision and it's quite visible. Um, yeah. and I'm not saying that you can't have nice things if you have a kid, but it, it puts a barrier up. Like you, you there are really, certain, really you have hard. chosen to devote a certain portion of your money to, to having a kid. And I will, I will expand that. Um, if you have a kid, stay the fuck out of my bars. Um, I might not drink, but I still hang out in bars. Stay the fuck out of my bar. I don't come to your goddamn family friendly restaurants and your fucking playgrounds. And hang out. I go to dank holes. And when you bring a kid and this you happens, yeah, you, yeah. get the fuck out of my bar. Get just, the fuck out of the bar. Do that? Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. Rogue's like, Roost. Okay. Rogue's Roost. They used to bring kids. Gus's Pub. The Gus's Pub. Dankest mm-hmm. little punk club with the fish tank of sadness in the back where they have the VLTs. Fish tank of sadness. Fish tank of sadness. It's got I, glass. I thought of the seahorse when you said that. Glass walls where uh, the VLT smoker used to be. Oh, fish and tank of sadness. And there's just people gambling. Yeah, fish tank of sadness. It's fantastic. I yeah, love it. and it's a great bar. But as soon as they put an Ace Burger in there, families started bringing their kids. Fuck you. I yeah. don't care if you want a burger. This is the this is the deal. I go to bars. You have the rest of the world. world. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I I don't give a shit if you bring your kid to a restaurant. I don't give a shit if you bring uh, your kid to a movie. I don't give a shit yeah. where you bring your kids. I think you should bring them with you. You should have a great I'm, fucking time. There's it, maybe an upscale restaurant. Leave the kid at home and like come. I understand if you have to bring the kid, but like there's certain places where like it's a maybe you don't. But there are certain places that are absolute fucking no, and it's bars. <laughs> I will say theaters also. I'm not the hugest fan. Depending on what the movie is. Yeah. But, like, I, I just feel like there's so many movies that a, a very young child who's going to be screaming the whole time, they're not going to fucking understand. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't I know res- anything about I res- ages. I respect and- very much the kids are expensive. And and if you, if you want to go on a date, you want to watch a movie... And you can't get a babysitter. I totally mm. get it. And if it's the, like if it's like the last minute, and you got that kid, and you don't want to, don't cancel your plans. Bring the fucking kid. That's true. But like, and I say that, that knowing yeah. that no one takes their kids to bars on dates. Hopefully, uh, 
But it, it's like if you're going to a movie, I understand it. Um, I, sure, they shouldn't be in action movies where there's explosions. That's just kind of my thing. Like age-appropriate yeah. movies. Well, content-appropriate. Yeah. You yeah. can have an AA movie that's an AA movie because it's got like one sex scene and a couple of swear words. That's not going to hurt the kid. But no. if it's like somebody mowing down a crowd of people with a gun... Uh, maybe don't bring the kid. Yeah. Like, don't I, I just don't, I, I personally movie. just think with movies, it's like people are trying to pay attention. If your kid is screaming, like, yee, it's yeah. going to take the experience away from the people sucks, who are there to watch the movie. It sucks, but like, there's a certain amount of leeway you have to give people with kids. There is, for sure. Cause like, yeah, I'm probably they're just, that. they're just trying to make it, they're just trying to make it work. I yeah. get it. My only gripe is don't bring him to bars. And maybe high-end French restaurants or high-end restaurants. Maybe leave the kid at home. But again, I understand the, like, we have no babysitter. Yeah, we're on a date. They're and just trying to... It happens. To... And, and, yeah, just stay the fuck out of my bars. Yeah. Uh, I still like to go there and read, damn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's our place. Yeah. We, we, we need that space. That's my safe space. Yeah. But, um, what was... So you mentioned that your mom... Drove, yeah. drove you to the vasectomy. What was the reaction like from your family and friends when, when you're like, "Yeah, this is happening. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. It's final." Well, I'm most going people in. had heard me talk about it for years, right? right? So they're just like, "Oh, so this makes like, sense. Oh, you're finally doing it, right?" Um, my parents were both like they'd known that it was going to happen, mm-hmm. um, and then when it actually happened, they weren't really shocked. Like mom and dad were, were both very openly like. My my family has a standing policy. As long as we are happy and not like in the gutter, they really don't care. Right. Um, whether that be, you know, if we were arty, if we were gay, if we were tattooed freaks, if we were covered in piercings, like you name it, my parents don't care. As long as we are being ourselves, genuine, happy and healthy or trying to be healthy. Uh, they they really they don't throw a lot of judgment our way. Um, That's good. Like That's I was a really, really lucky. I was really lucky yeah. with my parents. Um, and she drove you there. Yeah, yeah, and she drove me there. She drove me there and had a bag of peas for me. Um, so yeah, my mom drove me. Um, hung out. My sister was in the car. Um, they like waited outside and talked while I got the surgery, yeah. and then I came out and and went home. And the first few days of having a vasectomy are. I was just going to ask, like, what's the recovery like? Uh, The recovery is, like, the first day you're pretty much stuck to sitting down and sleeping. Um, Is it just a constant ache in your... It doesn't feel great, no. Yeah. Um, And then, like, it gets better, like, as the days go by. Yeah. Um, But there's one piece of instructions that you need to listen to. Yes. Well, there's two. There's two. One, dudes, (laughs) don't jack off. (laughs) Did you do it? No, I didn't do it, but I know people that did. Um, Like older dudes from like a generation, like the generations past where the doctor maybe didn't tell you as much information as you needed. Um, I know at least one who like jerked off like immediately and like so much pain. Damn. Oh my God. So much pain. So was it the pain? Like it would be pain like the whole time or just when you come? Uh, Generally speaking. The whole time. Yeah. Well, the whole time doesn't feel great. But you have to remember that there's, like, there's muscles and musculature. Right, going on in there. Going on in there. And it was cut through. (laughs) Right? And then you basically took the two water pipes. Like, if you sealed off two water pipes and then turned the main on, 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not a good fucking See, feeling. I can't imagine what that would feel like. Now, beyond that, I can't imagine. The next thing that this is the one that I did not listen to the whole time. Okay. Um, I thought I was fine about a weekend, and they they tell you for like two to three weeks to wear really supportive underwear. Okay. So shit that like cradles your like, boys, like um, cradles your boys, like boxer briefs bo- or briefs or like tight, even tighty whities are fine. Speedos. Don't wear boxers. Okay. And so I had to go to school. Um, was it school? I had to go. Oh, I night class. I went to a night mm. class at the time uh, at NACC. I was taking um, Illustrator, Adobe Illustrator. Yeah. And I wore boxers for the first time. And it was a, it was a long day. I got up early in the morning. I went to work. I was, I was working in the city at the time. Um, so I commuted to work. I went to work. Then I left. I went home. I did my stuff at home. I went back to the school. I walked across the, the, the building. I went to the class, came back. And by the end of the day, oh, gosh. like, my balls needed support. Fucking ow. Like it, it like, it hurt. Cause it was like, they were just hanging all day when I was up. And just over time that put stress on the musculature that was healing. And like, I could feel it from my balls into my, like my lower stomach because the whole area was like, please stop what you're doing. And like for the next three weeks, Fuck. I just wore like the most supportive fucking oh underwear. My God. Cause I was like, no, no, not again. Um, so everybody I know that gets a vasectomy, like the first thing I tell them is like, you'll have a, you'll have a day about like a week and a half in where you think, no, oh, I can probably go back to boxers. You cannot. Oh my You cannot God. go back to boxers. You will, you will thank me for that. Um, damn. Yeah. But so yeah. how long in total is the recovery? Like three months? Did you say? Mm. Like to a point where you're like, I feel totally fine now. Okay. So there's, there's a couple things here. Uh, one, I felt totally fine probably about two weeks, uh, like mostly fine. Like the, the, the musculature is healed and the internal stuff is healing. Um, but there is, uh, and no one really talks about this. There's something called post vasectomy pain, mm-hmm. um, which some men claim they experience forever. Really? Yes. And some men experience only for a while and some men don't experience at all. And it's kind of a combination of surgery and blocking off, like, internal, like, pipes, essentially. Like, your vast deference, like, blocking that off. There's, like, pressure and, like, sperm can form granulomas, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And, like, that can hurt. And sometimes it can hurt during sex because, like, the area is not 100% or, like, maybe it's just aggravated because there's metal in there. Um, I, I had, like, moments of pain... Probably for about six months after the surgery, but like not constant, right? It would be like a little like if my if a girl grabbed my ball wrong, or like I'm mid jerking off and it like hits it the wrong way. Um, but like it would be like only a like like probably like a minute, right? right. Some people claim that they feel like an ongoing constant. Pain. Really, shit, yeah. and then you yeah. can't really do anything about it because yeah, it's done. It's done. Um, so, and I think in those cases, some, like many of them experience a relief of that pain if they get a reversal, um, but not necessarily, yeah. but it, it's such a, like, it's like a, it's like, it's like less than like, right. Right. Small it's percentage. less, it's a small percentage that has this happen. Right. And then it's an even smaller percentage that has it forever. Um, Damn. and even then the ones that have it forever, there is a question on 
is this a mental pain? Right. I'm like, I'm not denigrating mental yeah, pain. Yeah, That's a it's... real thing. Um, but is it, is it mental and can we solve it through, you know, whether it be proper talk therapy or drugs mm-hmm. or what mm-hmm. have you? Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, um, most people are fine. I, I was good after six months. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, there's, and there's like literally like there's girls that, uh, have been, you know, doing some work. And, uh, they'll like, they'll work the balls. Don't neglect the balls. Yeah. No um, one should ever neglect the balls. No, don't neglect the balls. And they'll notice. Cause like there's, you can feel like that there is like, uh, like the end of, like the, the ball doesn't feel the way you think it would feel. I, I've never wanted to touch your balls more than I do now. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> a, I don't know if that's insulting. <laughs> No, 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 it's more... Well, it means uh, I've thought about it before. It's very true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, it's... it's You'll notice it, like, and... It, yeah. What are... Like, um, I'm just trying to... I'm. It's been a long time since I've handled them. Yeah, fair. So, I, I don't... But, like, is it just, like... You you can feel the metal clip. You can feel the clip. No, no, but, like, you, you would literally... Like, it's, it's like uh, if you touch someone's knee and you can feel the edge of the bone. Like, it, like it, it just feels like there's a hard point... At right. the end of a pipe. Okay, it, it, like, if you describe it like a like yeah like that, yeah, that's fine. Like I pictured like something moving around. No, no, no. Well, it's, it's like it's around. loose in the ball, right? Like it's 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 yeah. a free moving thing now. It's hanging out. Um, but like yeah, no, it's it's standardly in its own spot of the ball because like it's a cord, like it's not gonna go crazy, yeah. right? Um, and you're it's not like swinging around. You can see it. No, shit. okay. Uh, like we're talking about like. The, like the, like, you know, everybody look at your pinky thumb. I am. Or your pinky, pinky, pinky thumb. thumb. <laughs> All right. Okay, so look at your, pin, your pinky nail. Kay. Okay. So the white portion of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's about how, like, how long the clip is. Yours. And it's like a oh, little bit okay. thick, and it's a little bit thicker than that. Right. Like in width. So right. like you can barely, it's barely like, there. it's barely there. It's just, it's a piece of metal inside. So what it. do girls do when they notice that? Are they um, like, oh, is this normal? Most don't even clue in. Yeah, Most yeah, yeah. don't even clue in. Yeah. Um, but the few that have, they've noticed it because they've noticed it before. They've been with a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they knew had a vasectomy. And they're like, do you have a vasectomy? And I'm like, yep. See, you're the only person I know. No, I'm the only person that talks about it. For all you know, there could be someone else you know. That's true. That's very, very true. Yeah. Um, but like, I want, I'd be curious about the percentages of like vasectomies. Um, it's it's more common. For single men. Okay, so for single men, yeah, it's not that common. I would be, I would be curious. Um, and it's more common for men to get it than women. Of course. Um, and I know a lot of people get mad at that. Um, why would you get mad at that? Well, no, no, no. But like that, women—it's—it's it's harder. It's legitimately harder for women to convince a doctor to get the surgery. Oh, right. And it, like people get very mad about that. It's yeah. like, but you got to remember, mine was an hour. I watched an episode of House, and I had a lovely conversation, and then went home and sat on some peas because my sex organs are outside my fucking main yeah, body. It's, we're a lot more complicated. We got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all up in there. Yours takes. So much more yeah. recovery. So many things can, like, so many yeah. more things can go wrong. It's mine's a day surgery. Yours is actual surgery. Yeah. And while I think it should be as easy for women to get it, there's just simply more complications. And as a doctor, I would have to assume that there is a greater worry that an unnecessary surgery yeah. might gravely impact your life 
where an unnecessary surgery for me, like... It's just day surgery. It's day surgery. Like, there's not and a lot not, that can go wrong. And it's not covered by benefits, vasectomies. No. Right? Uh, well, okay. Well, so, I, a vasectomy, a portion of vasectomy... Like, uh, when you get a vasectomy from a surgeon, uh, just like any surgery in Canada, it's mm-hmm. covered because we're Canadian. Um, oh, really? But it, like as a GP, like GP, the Canadian government and medical does not really want GPs, general practitioners, doing this anymore. Right. Um, so the doctor not always medically necessary. Well, they're not medically necessary, and also they've moved it to like this is a surgery. Right. We, we want these out of G- general practitioners' hands. Yeah. And we want them in the hands of urologists or whatever doctor actually does it. And I'm surprised that you haven't made it in your hands joke about balls, but that's fine. You're just missing your opportunities. Um, <laughs> so. I actually paid a tray fee. So because the, because they, they want GPs to stop doing it, um, every medical service that you go to a GP for, there is a allotment of money that the government will pay them. Yeah. So for a vasectomy, they just have not increased that in years in the hopes that it's no longer financially viable for a GP to do it. Uh... So I had to pay $100 and that covered the, what's called a tray fee. And the tray fee is basically all of the surgical equipment that he needed to do the surgery. The gauze, the scalpel, the, like, the sterilization cost, the, like, the clips, the, uh, the, the... It was only a hundred? Yeah, it was like a hundred bucks. I used to carry the receipt oh, around in my wallet. damn it, man. You I guys have to, <laughs> Well, it's outside <laughs> my body. I know. The, but even just being on the pill is, Well, like, that, that's actually crazy. the joke I even used to make. Uh, was that I saved so much money on condoms. Like, yes, I still use them, but like, if I, like, let's be honest here. There's a point in a relationship when you're with one person where you move from safe sex to safe enough sex. Yeah. Like, you you move from, you're on the pill and we use condoms and like maybe I pull out too. Then there is the like, you're on the pill and I use a condom most of the time. And, and then, then there's you're on the pill and, and we I condoms. we don't use condoms. And With me, you you don't have to be on the pill if you don't want to be. Um and and most of the women I have dated uh have found that a very large relief. Um, um yeah. because you know, many women, if they're not sexually active, um on a f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello Yeah. Go on. If they're yeah. not sexually active. I feel like pouring one out for you, like like what you do for your homies, but with like a bottle of lube. Um, I got no issue there. So. <laughs> my own. So, um, where was I there? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. The- so. Uh, many women, if they're not sexually active, they'll stop taking the pill. And then they get in a relationship and they think maybe I should go back on it. And it's always with me. It's like, no, you don't. You, you don't find, have to. You find, oh and my like, gosh. and also if we're all, if we're being exclusive and we both been tested recently, yeah. Um, like we don't even need condoms. Um, I mean, if you're if you're out there having sports sex, right? You're banging like a champ. Sport sports sex. sex. You're just hunting for like the hunt. You're hunting for the hunt. Oh yeah. I yeah. I could have changed that phrase. It would have been way funnier. Oh. Just change that H to another letter. Oh, um, <laughs> Jesus. And, and you're out there and you're just fucking. Like, yeah, you wear a condom. Like, you don't. Of course, or you're, you're having yeah. casual sex with people you even, like, you know, but maybe you, like, you don't 100% know. Or, like, you don't 100% trust because they're sleeping around too. Mm-hmm. Like, you wear a condom. But if you're in a committed one and you've tested, like, I get tested probably, like, if I've had, like, a number of partners, 
in like a year or six months, I'll go get checked. Like yeah, every you're, yeah, you're good. But if it. I go through a dry spell, I don't fucking bother. No, um, yeah, because it's dry spell. Like fuck, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. If <laughs> I also think I'm like, if me of all people gets an STD, yeah. <laughs> I must have gotten it from a fucking toilet seat. Like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah, and I've, I mean, it's one of those things where um, it is kind of nice where, you know, the, the pill's not cheap. And also, the pill... It isn't, and I gotta, like, it say as well. It does shit to ladies. I gotta say as well, and you're hearing it here, uh, you know, probably an hour in, if you're still in this episode, you deserve to hear this, is that I'm off the pill right now. Yeah. I've been off it for three months, and um, it's money, it's... It, it, it's so There's so many pros and cons to it, but, like, for the most part, I'm just giving myself a reset, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm getting my sex drive back, and it feels fucking good, so yeah. I'm gonna stay off it until yeah. things change. Yeah, you take like, and it's it's important to kind of be comfortable, like right, like let's be honest. If you're not comfortable putting a pill in your body every day, don't do it. Yeah. Um, but like, you take a lot of shit. Like, you're pretty accepting. Most people I know are pretty accepting. Um, the only person that was there was only one person that was sad, like genuinely sad. When you got it. When I got it, when they found out. Um, and that's our friend. Yeah, yeah, that's a friend of ours. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, right she, she was, she was legitimately, um, sad. I could see it, like, I could see it the second I told her. Um, and, and you, you get a lot of, like, when you say you don't want kids before you have it, even yeah. when you do, when people don't know that you have it, um, when you say you don't want kids, people, uh, will, people say yes. the same shit. They so, say the same uh, things. Let's, let's talk our, about on it. Our Child Free, which is the subreddit for Child Free people, they will, they call them bingos. Okay. Cause it's like you bank, you bingo card it. It's like, what are the, what are the breeders gonna say? Like, you're not breeders. That's a mean way of putting it to you people. Aww. But like, people that have kids, uh, <laughs> but they, okay. they, 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 yeah. they say the same shit. Yeah. Which is, you were a kid once. Um, yeah. you'll, you'll change your mind when you get older. You'll change your mind when you have them. Uh, you're being selfish. You'll change your mind if you meet the right you, person. If you meet the right person. And it's like, no, the right person for, like, and there's rebuttal, like, there's rebuttals. Like, yeah, I could give you a rebuttal for every one of those. No, yeah. the right person for me doesn't want a kid. Exactly. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be horrible if I had a kid and I didn't suddenly want it? Um, yeah. what no, it? I'm 31. I'm probably not going to change. I've had this opinion since I could think about it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what's the other one? The, um, uh, well, you guys, no, I mean, selfish. men probably, men probably get different comments. Because with women, yeah, women, women. There's like a there's like a duty to be a mom, which I think is fucking stupid expectation of society. Sure, fucking is. And um, listen, moms, I love you guys. Like, please don't get me but wrong you wanted when I say to. this. And yeah, that's like, you what I respect. To do it. You wanted to, and you did it, and, and you're you chose it. it. Um, yeah, to to take a choice away from a woman or from anyone because of a preconceived standard is a fucking horseshit thing to do to the friends, family, and people that you meet. You're an asshole if you do that. Um, it's perfectly fine to want to have a kid, and it's perfectly fine to not want to have a kid. If you want to be out there living a, a life where you don't have a kid, you don't have any strings attached, You're maybe you're fucking or you're not fucking, or you're trying to fuck, or you're partying, or you're focused on your career, your or education, you want to travel, um, all of those and any other reason you can possibly conceive of or be comfortable with is a completely fine reason to not have a kid, whether you are a man, woman, uh, whatever you identify as. I'm not going to list the whole thing because I think there's like 72 genders right now. And I, 
I don't know them all. Like I said, right, right, 31 right. year old white man, I stopped updating the file a long time ago, like Patton yeah. Oswald did. Um, but like, don't think that that, like, whoever you are, it's your goddamn choice to do it or not. And it's, you gotta remember that when you meet people out yeah. there that don't want it or do want it. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't judge people that have kids no. other than I wouldn't do that. And like, I might make some jokes, but it's not to fucking them. You don't tear down the person that goes and does it. No. And you make jokes to your friends. Oh yeah. There the people, are people that know, you know who I am. Yeah, of yeah. course. They need to know you. Like, I mean, yeah. you're not going to go to a stranger with a kid and make. Oh, that was a decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fucking pull that on a mom like, with I a mean, stroller. You are, and you said it recently to me, and it's the perfect like way to describe you. You don't tell people what they want to hear. Yeah, no, and that's a good thing about your friend. Like, don't tell being people a what they want to hear, and also don't tell people the things that they don't need to hear. Like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> um, it, it gets a yeah. little complex when when one of your friends does it. Like, I'm child free in that I don't want kids, but I am also child free in that. I do not actively engage with... With them at all. With them at all. Yeah. Um, if I am walking down the street and one side of the road has a playground and the other side of the street does not, I walk on the side of the street that does not. If I am yeah. in an establishment and your kid <laughs> tries to talk to me because you're not watching your kid, I may actually just ignore your kid because I am doing my own thing. I'm either yeah. working on my phone, which is actual work, <laughs> or I'm doing literally anything else in my life that is yeah. completely a valid reason for me to not want to interact with your kid. I Please know. parent your kid. Um, or just accept the fact that if I'm ignoring your kid, if the kid comes back over, just tell them, like, not everyone likes everyone. That is how the world is. That's how the That's world works. That's not a bad lesson for a kid to learn. I learned it. Everyone learns it. It's probably and and, and it's not mean. Just tell your kid. And it's not mean. And if you know someone with a kid, and like okay, so I'm I'm also the same. I'm not a huge fan, and I'm also very awkward around kids. I just don't know how to interact. You want to break them? And so it's like I'm just like I just want people in my life to know like I'm happy for you and the life you've created. I'm just not good at interacting with that. Yeah. Like, it's just, I had a, 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 like, a very young kid come up to me, and I reached out for a handshake. That's perfect. Because I didn't know. I how was do like, you do, young what, gentleman? What am I supposed to say? Hey, what's up? Like, I, I just don't know how to talk to them. And it's just like, no, like, I can think your kid's cute, and I can think you're, you know, like, I can be very happy for you, but it's just not at all something that I want to be involved with. In terms of in terms of having a conversation, because it stresses me out. I don't know how to talk to them. Yeah, and it's like I if, don't know how to do it. <laughs> it's also like I don't I don't. This is not to be mean to my friends that have kids. Yeah, um, I, will, I will. I will. Huge disclaimer on this: We love you all. I will meet your kids. I'll hang out with your kids. Know that I might actually just be doing it because I care about you. Exactly. Um, I will eventually probably like the kid, but I will be point blank with you: Don't bring your kid to my home. I have a home full of glass things. Do you tell your kids that? Do I tell my kids or, that? <laughs> Sorry. Re- redo that told- one. So- do you tell your friends that? Do you actually tell um, them? Like, oh, like, I want to hang out with Finley. Can I come over? And do you actually say? Well, they don't try. They kind of know who I am. Got, yeah, that's the uh, thing there, about you. There, are, there is one specific friend, yes, that uh, has just, um, they're going to have a kid soon. And they have made comments of like, oh, you'll like my kid when you meet them. And like, no, I won't. Like, I might like your kid, but it's not going to change that I don't want your kid in my home. And yeah. it's not going to change, like, if you want to hang out with me, I will always, I will appreciate it much, much more if you go and get a babysitter. 
um, because I, I, I don't want to hang out with you and your baby. Yeah. Um, you want to hang I'm out? hanging out with you. Yeah. And this isn't a rejection of your kid, which a lot of parents take it that way. Oh, and it's like, uh, no, yeah. it's like, I just, like, this is a, bl- I, I don't interact with children. I don't yeah. do it. Um, I have a home with nice, clean furniture and sharp edges, and I don't yeah. baby proof it. And there's a lot of your kid's going to break something, and hopefully it's not them, but I don't want your kid getting broken in my home. Of course not. And beyond that, um, I live a lifestyle that is not conducive to children. I am frequently smoking something. Um, I am yeah. frequently in dive bars, whether I drink or I don't drink. I'm usually hanging out there. You like the environment. I go to late night comedy shows. My friends are crass assholes. Um... I'm loud. I have no regard for safety. I have no idea what to tell your child if they like ask a stupid question because I don't have that. <laughs> like, yep. And I don't. Me too. I don't mean stupid question is invalid. I mean a kid. Kids are stupid. We were all stupid as kids, and we would ask questions that, like, as an yeah. adult, you're like, "How do you not know that?" And it's because they're brand new. That's why they don't know that. But like, yeah. I don't know how to answer that question, and I'm gonna be like, "I don't ask your fucking mom." Like, I, what do you want from yeah. me? And I'm gonna swear. Like, I'm gonna swear Oh my god, I'm so bad at the swearing thing. Oh. I swear in front of so many kids, like, oh, yeah. just out in public and not knowing yeah. it, and I feel fucking terrible for it. Yeah. I just sweared. Like, uh, it, that's how naturally it comes out. My barber had to call me once and tell me to watch my language in the shop when there were children, because I didn't notice a kid, and I, I dropped the C-bomb. Ooh, the C-bomb's a bad one, I too. know. I was just, what did you I say just that? straight up called somebody a cunt, uh, and there was, like, a little kid in the corner, and I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. But like at the same time, like I was like on a certain age, they're not gonna know the. I told them I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, it's you would, toddlers, like in toddlers public. that are, are the, like you're in public, and I just immediately was like, oh, I wouldn't do it again. I'm sorry, I didn't notice the kid when I said it. I felt like an idiot when I noticed the kid. Um, like it was a tiny child in the corner behind his like dad, and his dad was a rather strapping gentleman. And so, like, you didn't see the kid. Like, it didn't I know. Get it. Honest fucking mistake. Yeah, and you're Honest in a, you're in a space where like the conversation is a little loose, whether it be. And again, this is why I don't like kids in bars. Bars yeah, and it's... like barber shops and head shops, like places yeah. where you buy bombs, um, dispensaries, like anywhere where conversation can be a little loose. My home is one of those places. This podcast. This maybe, podcast maybe is don't, not okay. For maybe kids. don't have it. Maybe use headphones. Yeah. Just like Mark's last episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but you take, like, it's funny because I, I, I'm fairly apologetic and I'm fairly straightforward with it, but you take, you take some real shit off people when you, when you've chosen to not have kids. And I think it's because of a couple things. Like one, I think that it, it's, it hurts a parent to hear, like, I don't want to see your kids. And yeah. it also, it feels like I'm rejecting a life that you believe is the best life possible. Yep. Um, and they probably think too that, w- People who want to go child-free have this idea of, like, you're giving up your life if you have kids. You are. Well, I mean... No, yeah, not, you are. No, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think they're just choosing a different you life. Ever, you ever seen a parent when they think no one's looking? Like, when they got, a, like, a toddler and, like, it's been screaming and they They're think like, no one's looking shot. and they just have this dead look no, I'm kidding I'm kidding Aww. but actually every every mom that's listening didn't right you, now knows that they have been there every you, dad has too didn't you say that you saw a mom at a bar just oh like, fuck I love that this, mom tell the story Stop, I love that mom so I was at a bar um, and this is this is a, a mixed use bar it's not like a dive bar it's a restaurant and bar and they occasionally have like music shows and one of the things they book there is like a choir like, a, like an adult's choir, not like a religious choir, but like a bunch of people that just like fucking singing. 
and fucking singing. One of the mums, like there's there's like all, there's an all range of like there's teens and like everybody's at the bar, and one of the mums has like a kid, like a couple kids, and she walks over to the bar, and the kids are like under the bar, like because the bar, like you've seen a bar, right? It comes over, right? And there's yeah. like an inset. So she's like, she's like ordering cokes for the kids, and she's like, looks at the bartender, and she's like, and a shot of whiskey. I think it was whiskey. She's like, and a shot. And the bartender's like, yep. And she like, like he, she like gets the cokes, and she like gets the shot, <laughs> and she just like casually just like, <laughs> like just whips it back, and like just doesn't like. There's no big dramatic head tilt. She just like speeds it into her face. And like puts it down. Like every mother knows how to eat really fucking quickly because they gotta manage some hellions. No, no, this mom had shit down when it was a shot. Did that just like right into the face, and then she just like takes the cokes and walks back over to the table with the kids, like sets them down. And I was just like, "You are my new favorite." That's hero. Yeah, I looked at the bartender. I was like, she just take a shot? He's like, oh, yeah, she did. She does it every time. Like, not every time she comes to the bar, but every time she comes with the kids, she'll take, like, one. See, but that's the thing. I do think that I... I don't see it as them giving up their life. I, I really do just see it as, like, it, they just have a different life now. You have you have picked a very different, different life. But and it's not going to involve so much The bulk of majority you. of your life is going to be focused on that kid Another. for a, a significant amount of time. Yeah. And if you look at when we have... When people generally have kids... It's in, like, what would be considered the best part of your life. Like, you're young, you're fit, you're just getting into a point in your career where you have money, um, and, like, you're getting, you're coming into yourself, you're feeling more confident, you're out in the world, and, you know, maybe you've paid off your first car, or you've got, like, you've paid off your first big student loan, or your, your smaller one, your credit card's at a manageable fucking level. Yeah. And, like, life seems pretty manageable. And then you're like, you know what would be great? If we just fucked all this up and got a tiny little human that costs $300,000 over the years of life. And that's the thing. Like, I don't... I, I will just state my personal stance, which is that, like, I just couldn't afford it. How bad? I'm barely getting by on my monthly yeah. paycheck right now just being a single person living in Halifax. Well, this is the reason I've always kind of respected parents. It's like, you wanted this so badly yeah. that you're going to give up almost everything else i respect that i wouldn't do it myself maybe that makes me selfish um i don't think so i think people who choose to i think it's as selfish to have a kid because you want a kid you've literally made someone that has to live a whole life because you wanted one that Mm. seems by definition a little bit selfish the same way (laughs) me not having one can seem selfish and neither, neither of them are selfish. They can also if you're gonna point a finger. Fuck they, you. They can also both be selfless, too. Like not selfish. Oh, yeah. Because because we are choosing not to have kids because well, I mean, a lot of reasons have to do with us. But yeah, like, I would be a but we don't want to bring father. a kid into the world where we are not ready yeah. for them. Or I would be we a are horrible not... father. What am I going to teach a kid? How to make a dry martini and roll a joint? Like how to calculate like net present value of currency? No kid wants to learn that. I don't know yeah. how to like, I, and I guess no parent knows, but like they've thought about it and they've conceived of it. Like no one has a kid yeah. except for the people that have 
maybe uh, an accidental pregnancy, which is, yes, probably still wonderful. Uh, but what I am saying is, like, the people that, like, they know they want a kid at some point in their life, like, they're mm-hmm. reading articles online occasionally about kids. They've hung out with their nieces yeah, and nephews. They're they, they've prepped their they've... whole life a little bit each year, mm-hmm. whether they know they're doing it or not. Mm-hmm. I have not done any of that yeah, me on neither. purpose. I watch I've... Netflix and, like... Yeah, I have no maternal instincts either, and my whole family is the same. Like, all of my sisters, none of us, I don't think it's going to happen for, like, I don't think my parents are getting grandkids. Yeah. And it's just not, like, we never grew up around younger cousins, like, we, like, I'm the youngest in my family. Yeah. In my whole, like, close extended family. So, like, I didn't grow up babysitting. I didn't grow up around younger kids. So, I just don't have that, like... You didn't... That yeah, you didn't thing. I, yeah. I, just don't, I just don't. And, like, I respect people that do. And... But it's just not... I And, two, it's like... I thought about the other day, and I'm just like... I never thought... For the longest time, I never thought that it would... I would feel the pressure. And because of social media... I'm starting to feel yeah. the pressure. Well, and, 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 and I'll admit it, like, there's so many yeah. people I know who are just, like, unfazed by it. And good for you, but I'm not. I'm phased. Too. Some I'm people phased. get it from their parents. Yeah. But I'm lucky I have very respectful parents in that my life is mine. You seem mm-hmm. to have much the same. Um, but I know that a lot of people, um, they, they feel this pressure from their parents. Like, when are you going to give us grandkids? Yeah. Or, like, the parent of their significant other. Like, when are you going to give us grandkids? It's like, hey, how about it's my life and you can go fuck yourself? 100%. Like, my mom, when I got a cat, bought me a carrier and gave me the carrier and was like, and she straight up was like, cheaper than a crib. Like, that's how my parents get down. (laughs) That's the thing. I'm like, at best. And the thing is, too, is like, my parents are the same. Like, they don't really, they've never said that. Where I feel the pressure is probably all in my head. And it's the fact that I have so many friends right now who are having kids. It's really hard for me not to think about like, well, you know, what do I think about that? Do I want this? Is this? And my stance of it is, is like, and this sounds fucking depressing, but I have to get used to the idea that it might not happen. And do I want one? Probably. But the thing is, I don't want one for like at least 10 years. Like, yeah. like I want to be the older mom. My, my mom had me at 42. Okay. Like it is, it is very, it's more risky to be an older mom, but it is very possible. And it's actually not that I have, well, I mean, it's a little more risky no, they've actually, than if you're younger. There's more recent studies that have actually shown that oh, really? it's not nearly as okay. risky as they thought. Well, then I'll, who knows what will happen. Yeah. But it, it, it is kind of just one of those things of like, I got a lot of life to live before I can even think about that. Yeah. And yeah. those are my priorities right now. And it's just, but it is hard yeah, when everyone also, you know is having a baby. There's also that, pre- yeah, well, every, keeping up with the Joneses is a huge factor, right? You got to keep up with everybody else out there. But also I think there's that, there's that knee jerk reaction of all of us when we were kids. Like we thought, when we would get like you're by 30 you're supposed to have like a, a wife and a that. kid and a house and a Golden job retriever, and yeah, yeah 2.5 kids yeah and like whatever like the nuclear family you're supposed to be able to get that by the time you're like 30 and i know there's many of my friends that that feel a little bit like they failed yeah whether they don't have a kid or they don't have a house or they're still renting or they maybe they don't have a great job anymore yeah or yet um, and it, it's stupid. Like you can't judge yourself by the the standard set by another generation so true. in another economic time in another world. Um, you know, we are a very different generation. Mm-hmm. We're we're getting blamed for killing like every industry. Um, maybe if those industries didn't fucking suck, 
chain restaurants. I'm looking at you. No, I don't want microwaved food. You fucking (laughs) suck it, jackasters. Um, But it's one of those things. Like, we're getting blamed for killing all this. The world's just different. world is way different, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I just, there's so many other things that I'm just like, I want to do and accomplish that don't involve taking care of a human. And, and you know, 50 years ago, people didn't think like that. It wasn't about achievement in the same way. It wasn't about seeing yeah. the world. Like, you know, they, there were these people, there were very few people that wanted to go and travel. The cool aunts we all have um, yeah. were probably yeah. that. But now I find it's like we've been exposed to so much more of the world and its potential that it's like... Yeah, maybe I want to have a kid, but not right now because right there's now. a whole world that's, I need that, to explore. And that's exactly where I stand. But I also stand on the grounds of like, well, I have this. I mean, I have the fear of messing out. Like no FOMO. one else. Almost real. But you know what else I have the fear of? Fear of getting my hopes up. And by that I mean, I a part of me is putting up this defense mechanism of like, well, okay, you're desperately single right now. You have no prospects. Like, you can't even get a guy to stick around for breakfast. So, like, don't envision this life of like you're by gonna have way, a kid. I've seen Sarah's breakfast. I make on a Snapchat. mean breakfast. If if you give her the D, stick stay around, around for the bacon because she goes. Hard in the paint when it comes to and breakfast. And I'll probably wake you up with a blowjob and then make you bacon. Oh, the morning blowjob is a great blowjob. That's... The morning blowjob is... The wake-up blowjob, I never know how to feel about wake-up oral because I feel... It's kind of unconsensual. It's a little rapey. <laughs> it's a little rapey. Um, like, everyone's like, oh, like, guys would totally love that. It's like, yeah, no, you think we would, but would you appreciate it if, if you woke up and my tongue no, was between you? No, this is you? the thing. No. You need to talk about it beforehand. Okay, yeah, you need to, you need, well, one, you need to, like, yeah, set some boundaries. Yeah. However, in Canada, regardless of prearrangement, um, if someone cannot at that time consent to sex, it is still technically mm. a violation of that person. That's and, crazy. Yeah, so, like, if you and I wrote a, if you love <laughs> hammered sex, <laughs> if you did I and, signed a contract and everything or if you had like if anyone out there has like a weird fantasy about like oh I want to take some drugs and be unconscious um I know someone does that. that's illegal that's illegal to do Billy Presida if you're listening to this Man Whore Podcast has a fantasy about this so Billy you if you're listening name a motherfucker he has a podcast of course he, he, he's the Man, man Whore oh, Podcast oh okay Okay. He's not a friend. Well, I mean, I guess we're kind of friends. Well, yeah, but for a second there, I'm like, did you just name a motherfucker? No. Full name him? He, no, he's gone on his show and said that him and his girlfriend, like, he has this kind of fantasy of, like, like, kind of being out of it and, like, waking up to her fucking him, kind of. Like, and, and it's something that they've talked about. Yeah. And they both want to do, but yeah, they're just like, how do we go about this still, in the most uh, legal way? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the U.S. is, but I'm pretty sure in Canada that's still technically illegal. Even if you have it, like, okay, you could fucking put it in writing, it because you can't contract under the law, right? Right. Um. So whatever is the legal standard, no matter what paperwork you do, you would basically have to go to like international waters and bang that one out. Right. Um. And, and no one's fucking renting a charter boat for that. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it depends on how really into your sex fantasies you are. And you know, if you don't have kids and all you've got is sex fantasies, I guess you can rent a boat because you've got the money. There you go. Well, I mean, that's just it. It's just yeah. And but, but back to my point of like, it's just I'm trying not to get my hopes up about it because listen, like. There's a chance it might not happen. I'm not saying that I don't deserve it. Like, it, I, I do. Or anyone does. But it's just yeah. like, I don't want to build up this life in my head 
only to yeah. not get it. Live the life I you would, have. Exactly. And work towards the life you want. Don't constantly dream about the life you could have. Exactly. Not ever. Yeah. I can't force guys to date me, but I can save up to travel. Yes. I can do this podcast, which I'm loving doing. Yeah. I can do other things. I can expand my brain and do online courses. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's so many other things that I want to do that I have control over that I'd rather focus and on And that's right good because we, we, we fall for people based on their interests. Like, every time yeah. I meet a guy that, like, bitches about not being able to get, like, laid or get a date, even women, not necessarily you, yeah. but, like, the standard, like, the stereotype. Yeah. It's always like, cool, what'd you do last night? And they're like, oh, I played video games. Like, like uh, or no they, they give you some boring what they yeah. did. And yeah. it's, it, I learned this from a buddy of mine, um, Wesley. He made, like, a pretty good point mm-hmm. that was, like, no, you actually have to do things that have yeah. interests. Yeah. He's like, yeah. if you want to go hike, go out and hike, because then you have a thing to talk about at the bar. You want to yeah. go, like, Ride a bike, go ride a bike. Because then you have something to talk about over dinner. It's like you gotta you gotta you need live to develop life. who you are and experience yeah. life. Yes, this isn't the 1940s and 50s where you married the person with the farm down the road because <laughs> they were fucking convenient. We're yeah. aware of this whole great big world, and we look for in other people an awareness and an enjoyment of that yeah. world. Unless you're fucking boring, in which case, go marry the motherfucker down by the farm. Um, they will probably still have you. That is so freaking true. It is so true. Like, we just gotta, we got, we gotta, I mean, gotta do, and two, it's like, you're totally right. Like, I think people, and I've started realizing it recently. I'm like, I am not gonna meet people, and please do not, I'm at the end of the episode, so you're probably not listening, but people who, like, I have a lot of friends who are in relationships, and when I hang out with them, it tends to be like nights in, where we just kind of hang out, and I'm like, this ain't doing anything for me. Yeah. Unfortunately, I gotta go out. Yeah. If I ever want to meet new people. There becomes a divide in and your... And I love hanging out with in them. In your but. late 20s, early 30s, there becomes a divide between the people that have made a life and the people that are still working Trying on Trying to theirs, get it. Or that are living a different life. Like yeah. The people I know that are in happy relationships, yeah. they're all home by like 10, 10, 30, yeah. unless it's a special occasion. They are watching Netflix together. They are mm. taking trips together when they mm-hmm. take trips. They're not going to bars, restaurants, dinner, walking around the city, smoking a joint. Like, they're just not doing this. They live in Their outside life. the city. They yeah. live in the country. They live in the suburbs. They live in the development just outside the city so yeah. that they can commute in. They don't live in downtown. I'm. There's a lot of people that live downtown that are single because... We're still trying to experience shit because what are we gonna do? Works. It's either that or it's online. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is is like online doesn't thrill me. Going out to a bar and trying to approach guys doesn't really thrill me either. Online dating but... is terrible for me. Oh. I, am, I am not conventionally it's... attractive. People fuck me for my personality, and they have told me that. Stop. No, they straight up every girl that has ever fucked me has at one point or another been like, yeah. Have they said it's only your personality? No, it's it's just majority is my personality and my brain are why they are into me. And then they the, the body just comes with it. I and the body's the, not see, bad, but it's not like... I get the opposite, though. Yeah. I get the fucking opposite. I get, I think you're hot, but I don't give a shit about you as a person. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I know, but I, it's yeah. the same kind of idea. It doesn't feel great either way. Yeah, no. It's well, the thing. Oh, like, I don't give a... Either I, way, I, it doesn't feel great. Well, it doesn't feel great probably either way. I don't really care anymore, and I, I've distanced myself from that. I, I have a great personality. But for yeah. me, like, dating online is, is basically an impossibility because uh, no one... Like, on online, you're basically judging a book by its cover. 
If yeah. I can talk to a motherfucker, yeah, I can probably close that deal. Uh, but yeah. I've, I haven't talked to them. I know. And, and, and yeah, that's the thing. And, and that's what I've realized. I'm like, okay, I'm doing the online thing, which is fine. It's a, it's a way to meet people. But it's like, if I really want to try to meet someone, I got to go out. I got to be out in public. I got to be going to, you know, bars and coffee shops and comedy shows. And like, unfortunately it's money, but it's like, you got to fucking do it. You know, you got to take control rather than just sit around and complain. Well, and actually, I'm, done with, I'm done with complaining people. If you're, I'm ready if to you're be in out. Halifax, there's a lot of low cost comedy shows. Mm, uh, there yeah. is the show at High Life Social Club. On Thursdays at nine o'clock, it's usually about five bucks to eight bucks, depending on if you have a membership. There's Mega Comedy Mondays at Gus's Pub, which I believe is either pay what you want or no set price. Um, there's occasionally shows at the Good Robot that are pay what you want. Um, there was a room that is now closed down. There's the Toothy Moose on Sundays, which is pay what you want. Um, that's at nine thirty. Um, the only club that really charges here is Yuck Yucks, which right. is fine. They bring it's in good. larger headliners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just plugged every other comic that I know. So guys, if you're listening to this show, you, you can, can probably come on it. You could be You want to get a hold of her? You all know my actual name. Yes, Mark's fake. But uh, you know. So you can reach out to me and I will help get you on the show. I would love to have people on that I don't know. Yeah. It's like, the, that's kind of like, like, I love, I start this wanting to, it to be like about my friends for my friends, but it's yeah. becoming... Way more, but it's also like, it's making me, and one thing that I will say, it's making me connect with people way more. Oh, yeah. Like, I've never had these types of conversations no, before and, this. No, and you, you've never, unless you smoke pot on a regular basis with your friends, uh, yeah. then you don't have deep conversations. Uh, and the only reason you have them when you're high is because you're high, and you're not having deep conversations about them. You're talking about the universe, man, man yeah. while eating Doritos. That's true. But man, is there anything else to even touch on with the child-free thing? I think we touched on no, a lot of it. No, it's basically everything. Um, a lot of we it, take yeah. a lot of shit. We take, um, but I mean, so do they. But though. so do they. Is and the thing. I think it's it's they've got to remember like this isn't a judgment of you. I make jokes and I'm crass. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but not for a second do I I think that what you did wasn't a good thing. Like having a exactly. kid is phenomenal. Um, bringing a life into the world, doing a good job of raising them. Uh, I respect that so very much. Just, you know, keep them the fuck off my white couch. <laughs> but also respect that some people don't yeah. want that. And that, yeah. I think that's the whole thing about being open-minded is, is you can't get mad that people aren't into what you're doing if yeah. you're not into what they're doing. Unless you're my barber or you sell me sneakers. There you go. Yeah. And I got to say, mad respect to any stay-at-home moms. Like, I, it, 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 look, I'm not going to do it. It's not for me. But I grew up with one and it's a lot of work. It's the most intense job you'll ever have. And it... I mad respect. So again, it's like astronaut, it's, probably a little harder. Oh, maybe. Start oh my God. Oh. But it's no, to but me, we, we being a mother is like, you know, being they're a mom, superheroes. Okay. That's pandering. That's Come pandering. On. That's pandering. That's pandering. Yeah. It's a lot of work, man. No, no, it's absolutely a lot picture of work. Picture all the work you do, but, but picture it. So is any woman that is a director at a firm. So is mm. any woman that is working 80 hours a week as a lawyer. So is any man that has built a business. Too shy. Too shy. Like, to say that moms, say home moms are, are superheroes is pandering. And it's, yeah. it's, it's diminishing to them. It's, it's a pat on the head that they, that it's, it, and that's literally what it is. No, yeah. it's absolutely hard to be a stay-at-home mom, but you're not a superhero. But it's, it's also hard and to, no, it, that's it's, true. It's hard to do anything else in the world. What we need to say is that we respect anyone despite whatever they choose exactly. to do as long as they're doing it healthy and happily, but no one's a fucking superhero. Yeah. Um, other than like, if I guess you're dressing up in an outfit and you have superpowers, 
Um, and if you do, kudos to you. You're an actual superhero. Then you could probably, yeah. But don't pander because it diminishes. Well, like, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Well, I think everyone. Well, okay. Any hard working work, working woman person maintaining their life. Any hard working person maintaining a life. Yeah, is hard. exactly. Whether you are a, a stay at home mom, whether you're a working mom, whether you're a working woman, a working man, yep. a stay at home yep. dad, those exist. Yep. Anything. Um, and shout out to dudes that do that. Oh like, my god! There yeah. are many people that will shit talk that and say that it's not a manly thing to do. Fuck, Fuck you! You're being a dad. I think yeah. that's like primarily one of the manliest things you can do. You could do. Yeah, that's very true. But there you go, kids. <laughs> There you that's go, the end of the episode. Kids. We can drop these mics now. <laughs> not don't not really, literally. Don't she, really drop she them. Get a lot of money. <laughs> these are metal balls that I I cherish. Funny, we can probably open them and cut a cord. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't even really think about that. That they kind of look like testicles. They do look like testicles a little bit. Yeah. But this was this was great, Mark. And uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this because it's kind of a different perspective. And I don't I don't want to just get parents on. I want to get everybody single people who are sharing because this is kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah. You you know, so uh, I, I want to show both sides, but yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, Thank you for having me. And I'm sure you'll be back. Oh, most likely, yeah. <laughs> Next time we'll talk about sex again. Yes! Yeah. Although we kind of talked about it today. In a more like medical way. Clinical. Yeah. Well, let's bring it in for a cheers. Salute. And ring that bell. Bye, guys. Bye. you made it through did you like that did you like hearing us talk about balls well i gotta say if you made it through the episode and if you did enjoy that it would be amazing if you could leave us an itunes review it's gonna help other people find the podcast and we would greatly appreciate it so hop on over to itunes and leave us an itunes review and then let us know that you did it because we'll enter you in a draw for a chance to win two movie tickets to cineplex theaters thanks so much for listening